Howdy, folks. Ah, there you are. And just in time. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. Today, I want to share with you some of our ideas for Disney World. Yo ho, yo ho, a parent's life for me. A parent's life for me. A parent's life for me. Welcome to the WDW Reflections Podcast with your hosts, Dewey, Ron, and Tony. Here, we'd love to talk about the Walt Disney World Resort, the way we remember it, how it's changed, and why we still enjoy visiting the most magical place on Earth. We're not experts, but we want to share our unique experiences and memories with you. You may learn some facts you never knew before, and you may return to some of your own memories of the Walt Disney World Resort. And we'd love to share these memories together. So come with us on a podcast journey as we reflect on the WDW Reflections Podcast. Please stand clear of the doors. Reflections. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the WDW Reflections Podcast, your unofficial guide through Disney World memories and their connections to the theme parks we know and love today. I am Dewey, I'm one of your hosts, and this is episode number 29 of the WDW Reflections Podcast. We thank y'all for being here with us. Stick around towards the end of the show for more information on how you can contact us and become involved in the show through social media groups and maybe even be a contributor to future shows. With me today are my podcast travel buddies, Ron and Tony, coming to us from Tennessee, my good buddy, Ron. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, um, just enjoy catching up right with you with you guys before the show and, and looking forward to our discussion today. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Thanks, Tom. It's good to have you here, Ron. All right. And coming to us from the Big Apple, my good buddy, Tony G. How's it going, Tony? Hey, pretty good, guys. Just It's good to see you all again. We've been off for a couple of weeks uh, this month and um, looking forward to doing what we have in mind for today's show. Just want to send out a, a quick thanks to the audience for any kind of comments and feedback that we've been getting lately for some of the episodes. I really appreciate that. And also a quick reminder that if you want to see clips from the show, you can always head to our YouTube channel and interact with us there. And do will give you all the social media stuff toward the end of the show. That's a good point, Tony. Uh, thanks for saying that because yeah, we got a, a, a few comments and stuff about the last episode that we did on the great movie ride. Uh, that was a fun episode for us. And it was nice to have some, some, some contact or comments from some of the viewers. So that was good stuff. And then a special treat for us today. We actually have a new friend of ours joining us for the show today. And uh, it's our new friend, Aiden. So Aiden, welcome to the show. Uh, say hi and tell us uh, where you're from, not necessarily your geographic location, but your how we met, how we came to be friends. Oh, hello. Uh, my name is Aiden, and uh, I am from Toronto, Canada, and uh, I run a social media page called Theme Park Life, and so we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a page where we celebrate uh, theme park travel, uh, mostly Disney, but also Universal and the other theme parks, and also other things as well. Uh, you know, a lot of just humorous memes and things like that. Just anything that 
anything that entertains me, I assume that someone else is probably going to like as well. So uh, that's where Dewey and I met. Uh, and I think we're going to talk about a bit more of the context of it. That is correct. So Aiden, first of all, awesome that you're here. We appreciate it. I've enjoyed, uh, you know, kind of our chats and stuff. So uh, thanks for being here, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank so, you for having me. Yeah, oh, our pleasure, for sure. So this week, as I we just let you know, we've invited a special guest to the show, uh, and that's our new friend Aiden. So every year during the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, tournament, say that three times fast, commonly known as March Madness, fans of the sport complete their own tourney brackets to predict who they think will win the big dance. I know that I do one every year, and I usually get about eh, half of them right. So uh, just a little advice to you guys. Don't make any bets based upon my predictions. You're not going to do well. But it's always fun. So around the same time I was filling out my March Madness bracket this year, I stumbled upon a Facebook page that, uh, that I've been following for a little while, but something new popped up, and I thought it was super cool, super fun. And uh, they were running a similar uh, tournament-style bracket, but instead of college basketball teams, these matchups were head-to-head -head battles between Walt Disney World attractions. So naturally, being the big Disney World fanatic that I am, I was intrigued. So I began following the daily battles between the attractions, and I was having a lot of fun with it, leaving what I hoped were funny comments on each of my daily votes. Uh, and when the tournament was over, and the 2022 Best Disney World Attraction had been crowned by Theme Park Life of page followers. Uh, I sent a theme park, I sent a message to the Theme Park Life page, and I just wanted to let them know that I had fun with the month-long tournament and, uh, you know, how cool I thought the idea was and everything. And that message began a dialogue between me and the, the owner of Theme Park Life, who I now know is my buddy Aiden. And during our chats, I, I just mentioned that I co-hosted a podcast dedicated to Disney World memories. Uh, and that brings us right here to today. I invited Aiden to the show to talk about Theme Park Life's annual tournament. And we also thought that for today, the four of us would break down our own personal tournament brackets and uh, see, you know, if we agree, disagree, what the, uh, what the top attraction was. And it'll be fun to see if we come up with the same winner that Aiden, your, your page, Theme Park Life, uh, the, your, your fans there. We'll see if we come up with the same, the same winner today. So we thought that would be a lot of fun. That's going to be really interesting. I didn't think about that side of it, Dewey, that they've already got a winner from the site that we can compare with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so the fellas, before we get started with the bracket, Aiden, the fellas and I came up with a list of five questions that we like to ask our guests on the show. We started this with our first guest, uh, who was Disney author Trisha Dobb, uh, a few shows back, and we'd like to continue that tradition. So, Aiden, are you ready for our five guest questions? Sure I am. All right. This is easy stuff. You can't be wrong because it's your opinion. All right. All right, so it's not algebra or anything like that. Yeah. What's your favorite Disney park? Uh, for me, it doesn't require much thought. It's been Epcot for me since I was probably in middle school, I think. I think like a lot of young kids, I didn't really get it at first. And then 
I think probably in the sixth grade or so, uh, I was there with my mom and something just clicked and it was like, uh, yeah, th this is the park for me. So, uh, that that's kind of my can't miss park. If I'm just going to go to the Florida area for one day, that's the one that I would choose. Uh, and I misled you a second ago. Um, actually, there is a correct answer, and it's Epcot. Oh, <laughs> Number <you. laughs> Okay. Uh, so good answer, Aiden. Nice work. Yeah. All right. Number two, what's your favorite Disney World attraction? Uh, so are we talking all time or current? Oh, wait. You know, maybe, you know, maybe we shouldn't have you answer this one That's because... True. We don't want to reveal uh, your pick uh, for the bracket. So yeah. let's hold off on that one. You'll okay. answer that one when we get to the bracket. Sure. So pause good. number two. Okay. Uh, number three, who's your favorite Disney character? Uh, I've always been drawn to Donald. And I think it's because uh, I sometimes get frustrated at things really easily. So uh, I feel like he gets me. So I've always been a Donald guy. I figured it was either you like Donald because either A, you get angry, or B, you don't wear pants. I didn't know which one it was going to be. <laughs> well, uh, uh, so may maybe both right now. You can't tell on this video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll keep the camera exactly where it is. <laughs> All right, number four. What's your least favorite Disney World attraction? Um, well, uh, unfortunately, I don't think Ron's going to like this answer, but I... Uh, uh -oh! <laughs> It does happen to be Mission Space for me. And uh, I, I certainly appreciate how amazing an attraction it is and how cool it is that they're able to recreate the sensation of space travel. Uh, but for me, the last time I went, it just made me a bit queasy. And uh, I wouldn't say it ruined my day, but both my wife and I, we had to sit down for a little bit. And I think for me, I've always been of the opinion that the greatest Disney attractions are the ones that can be uh, enjoyed by everyone, assuming you meet the height or whatever other requirements. And I just feel that of all the attractions on Walt Disney World property, that's the most limiting as far as having a wider reach for especially audience of over, let's say, 40 years old or so. I find that it gets more difficult. I, I did ride the green version last time I was there, and I did enjoy that. Uh, I thought it was a really cool experience to have a different video for that one. But yeah, I just... I don't know if I'm ever going to actually ride the orange version again. I might give it a try, but if I did, maybe I'll make sure it's at the end of the night or maybe not after a heavy meal. Oh, yeah, definitely not after a meal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Ron, uh, dry the yeah, tears. That, and we're going to go to the hurts. next one. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> when were Sorry, you Uh My last time was uh, early March 2020. Oh, wow. so, so right before yeah. the time. It was, it was like we were just starting to hear things yeah. and I was being really careful. You know, I was, I was washing my hands all the time and yeah. stuff like that. And, and I remember that we were in trouble because uh, I went to the restroom in the land pavilion just outside of the Soren entrance. And uh, I, on this trip, I really made it a point to anytime I saw a restroom, just go in and wash your hands. Even if you don't have to use the facilities, yeah. just see it as an opportunity to wash your hands and so I, I remember I was washing my hands and there was like a, a little kid who came up to his dad who was washing his hands. The kid was maybe like five or six years old. And, uh, and the kid said to, to his dad, all right, I'm done. And the dad said, okay, uh, did you touch anything? 
And the kids said, no. And the dad said, all right, then you don't need to wash your hands. And that was the moment that I knew (laughs) that uh, we weren't going to do well with this pandemic. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about uh, some foreshadowing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I was very lucky to go, though, because it was was relatively soon after Rise of the Resistance had opened. It was literally just days before Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opened. So, unfortunately, I didn't get to experience that. But, uh, yeah, I feel like as far as trips before the pandemic, I'm one. It's one of the the last. I, I can't think of many people who went closer to when everything shut down mm-hmm. than I did, which was a pretty cool thing to think about. Yeah. And then question number five. Right. And this one's usually a tough one. What's your best Disney World memory? Oh, boy. Um, so. I'd say in general, it was a trip I took, I want to say around 1999, maybe 2000. And it was a trip with my dad. And uh, it was the, so basically my parents had just separated a few months earlier. And so my dad wanted us to kind of spend some quality time together. And, uh, you know, he knew it was my favorite place to go growing up. So at the time I was, let's see, I would have been around 18, 19 years old. And uh, he basically said, you plan whatever trip you want to plan. You choose the resort we're going to go to. You can choose, you know, any parks, any dining, things like that. So I bought the Burn Bombs Guide and, uh, you know, I did all of our dining reservations and we just had such a great time. You know, we had so many amazing meals and, uh, you know, it, it was a great bonding experience for us. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we lost dad about 12 or so years ago. And so that sort of thing makes those memories so much more important. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, this is something that I often tell people when we talk about, like, why we go back to the parks. It's this idea that, like, you know, I can't go back and visit my childhood home because, you know, we, we moved so many times since then. And, uh, you know, my mom lives overseas, and so I don't get to see her all that often. And, uh, but it is nice to have this place where we've been so many times where so many of our happy memories have taken place and you can revisit and, you know, I can go back to the same restaurant I ate with my dad and tell my wife about it and, you know, take the same picture in the same spot that we did so many years ago. So I think that that's maybe my favorite thing about Walt Disney World is just having that ability to go back and and have a place to relive those memories. Absolutely. It feels like, it feels like home. It's, it's a, it's, it's that feeling of being someplace that you're safe and secure somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Holy smokes, Aiden. That, that was pretty awesome. You got me all a little choked up over here. That was, <laughs> a, that was a really good answer. That was Thank awesome. Great. It's good stuff. And I mean, seriously, why do, why do middle-aged men like us create, you know, uh, Facebook pages and podcasts and stuff like that? Uh, to a to a theme park you know i mean it's it's because of stuff like that you know mm-hmm. the the it's the connections are the fun are the rides fun sure there are lots of fun and the shows and the food but that's what it is it's that nostalgia and it's those connections to you know to family and and things like that so yeah uh, that was a really great answer appreciate you sharing that with us sure. thank you all right so let's um Right before we jump into our brackets, uh, Aiden, why don't you give us uh, just a couple of minutes and let us know, because um, this is not the first year that your page has done the brackets, I'm correct in that, right? 
Yeah. So uh, I, I, I run a couple of pages. And so uh, this is the first year that I've decided to run, to move it from my other page. So I am also a travel agent. So uh, the past several years I've run it on my travel agency page, but this year I wanted to get some different interactions with people. So this is the first year that I'm doing it with theme park life. So theme park life was created uh, less than a year ago. It was on May 19th of 2021. And so uh, I just wanted to see what it would be like to have a completely different audience because I don't really share content between my theme, uh, between theme park life and my travel agency page. Uh, and so this is now the sixth year that we're doing Disney March Madness. So the first couple of years, uh, it was won by Avatar Flight of Passage. And then uh, the, the next year it was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, this is the fifth year. So the third year uh, we were doing instead of attractions, we're doing table service restaurants. Uh, but as you can imagine, this was happening during March of 2020. And so I want to say we got through like the first round and like basically nobody wanted to take part of it anymore. We were all just so like depressed and freaked out and everything. So we kind of abandoned it. So I would like to at some point go back and do a table service tournament. Uh, and then last year, uh, it was won by the Haunted Mansion, which was really exciting because it was the first time that a more nostalgic attraction made it so far. In fact, the finals of last year were Haunted Mansion versus Pirates of the Caribbean, which I was really excited about to have those sorts of rides for once make it to the finals. And so, yeah, so this was the first year that we did it on Theme Park Life. And uh, as I'd hoped, it was very interesting. The voting was very different than it was on my travel agency page. Uh, I'm sure as we go through the brackets, we'll talk about it some more, but I was really impressed by how this audience, uh, which is a bit more sort of hardcore Disney fans, tended to vote a bit more with their heart and uh, a lot more nostalgic attractions made it way further than they had in tournaments in the past. That is awesome. So, so first year with your theme park. So I'm glad you said that because theme park life, I felt like I was maybe late to the show or something because, uh, you know, I, I, I probably began following your page. Uh, I don't know, probably summer or fall of last year. So I wasn't too late. So that's good. Yeah. You yeah, said it, right. it opened in May of 21. So yeah. not, I wasn't too late to the show. So that's right. good. Exactly. I do enjoy your, your page. And we'll, we'll talk about your page throughout this, this, um, throughout this episode. But uh, outside of the bracket, you, you post of usually several things a day. And it's always lighthearted or, or kind of funny and stuff. So uh, I, I interact with your page a lot every day. So it's a lot of fun. So really cool to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I definitely noticed your name right away as far as someone who, uh, who likes and comments in a lot of posts. <laughs> yeah. So that definitely helps me out. Thank you. Awesome. I'm famous somewhere. So, <laughs> um, so what I thought we would do is, uh, so each of us have filled out our own brackets and uh, so I've got mine right here. Don't try and read it. I'm not going to let you. Um, and I'm going to, I figured we would just kind of do like a round robin and we would just set up the, the matchup for each of the rounds. And then each of us will announce who we have win in that matchup. And then the winner between the four of us will uh, advance. And we're going to do our very own 
bracket here live as we record the show. And I thought that might be fun for us to, to move forward. And if there happens to be a split, like if there's a two versus two, then we're going to have to, we're going to have to sell it. We're going to have to somehow come up with a consensus to, to advance one of them. So maybe we won't have that happen. I don't know. We'll, we're, this is uh, live and we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Cool. All right. So fellas, you guys ready? Got your brackets um, all ready to go? Yep. Ready. All right. So matchup number one is uh, what I call a, a couple of big hitters. So you have Star Wars Rise of the Resistance versus the Carousel of Progress. So, Ron, we'll start with you. Who do you have coming out of the first round matchup between Rise of the Resistance and Carousel of Progress? Progress. All right. Ron says Carousel. Tony, what do you have? Um, I just want to qualify this by saying I've never done a, a bracket before, so this has been kind of fun. And hopefully I got this right. Otherwise, it'll add additional entertainment value to our program. <laughs> um <laughs> My first choice between these two, I chose Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Wow. 1v1 right. right there so far. All right. Aiden, what do you have? I also chose Rise of the Resistance. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? I said Carousel. So the first one, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure this was going to happen at all. And, of course, it is the very first one. So, all right. So how do we... <laughs> How are we going to get out of this stalemate? How, how are we going to... I, I have a feeling that Tony can convince the other Star Wars fan to change his vote. Well, to be fair, I've never been on Rise of the Resistance. So, um, and that, but that didn't sway my vote. Uh, I know it's amazing. And, you know, you know, I know what it's about. I know it's uh, superb technology. Uh, to me, Carousel of Progress had me in awe as an 11 year old boy the first time I went to Disney World so that's why I went carousel not because I haven't been on Rise of the Resistance I went nostalgia Ron why did you pick carousel because it's it to me it screams one it's Walt Disney developed it's it's um I remember riding it as a young kid it 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 just and and I was they were looking at closing it at one point and I was just so disappointed to hear that and it's you don't hear that rumor anymore which I'm thankful for and so I'm just a fan of Carousel of Progress I hope they never that now they could use some updating we've talked about that but sure. um. And don't get me wrong, Rise is an incredible experience. I've been on it, and and it's incredible. But I, if you're going to put Rise against Carousel, Carousel's always going to win my vote. And that was me, too. It was nostalgia. It was, you know, and when I started going when I was 11, it was the second version. So it was the now is the time song instead of great big beautiful tomorrow and i love both it's 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 hard to choose between the two they're so good i thought when i saw great big beautiful tomorrow the first time i was like hey it's a new song you know i didn't know that it was they brought back the original song you know we're obviously we're talking pre-internet and all that stuff 
So I was like, hey, they updated it. You know, little did I know it was, you know, back to the original. Um, well, what's interesting, I mean, I remember riding it and you guys know I went in 1976 was my very first visit to Disney. So um, I didn't catch what I didn't love Disney back then. I was probably too young to really appreciate it as much as I do now. But I do remember that ride. It was one of two that I really, really liked. And it just was that uniqueness to it back in 76. That was to have a rotating theater with the seats that wrote it. I mean, you, just, you didn't have that stuff. So it was very right, so I'm with you, Ron. I, you and I are usually not on the same side. So this is nice to have a, a, yeah. a nice change for this. <laughs> All right. So there's the argument for Carousel of Progress. Aiden and Tony, you're up. Convince us that Rise of the Resistance needs to move forward. Uh, so I, I think for me, I really could have gone either way on this. In, in all the years that we've done the tournament on my sites, uh, Rise of the Resistance has never gotten out of the first round. And I think it's for the same reason as you, Dewey. You know, most people just haven't had an opportunity to ride it yet. And it's hard to choose something that you haven't done, no matter how many great things that you've heard about it, uh, especially when it's up against something that's really nostalgic. But for me, the things that really made it a special attraction is first of all it feels like three or four different attractions in one uh, and they're all using the various types of technology that we love so you know there are some scenes where it's sort of a screen element other scenes where uh, there are animatronics I, I love in the queue that the cast members are sort of in character. So it definitely harkens back to great movie ride and, uh, you know, having the people who are part of the attraction who you can tell are having such a good time. Uh, you know, they're, they're really mean, they're bossing you around. So a little bit of that, uh, like, uh, 50s primetime cafe sort oh, yeah, of feel right. where, you know, they're, they're abusing you, but you're loving it. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, there, there's another part where it kind of feels almost like a Tower of Terror, sort of a drop ride. So I love that it's all those elements put together in once. And, uh, you know, one of the things about this tournament is I never really specified what criteria you're supposed to make when you're making your decisions. Uh, so for me personally, I like to think of it as if I'm going to go on a trip and imagine missing one of these two rides. So not so much which one would I prefer to go on, but which one would I be more disappointed if I missed? And uh, yeah, I would be pretty disappointed if I missed uh, Carousel of Progress, but I do know for our next upcoming trip that we're planning, I feel like there's no way that we're going to miss Rise of the Resistance. We're just going to have to find a way, whether it's getting up early in the morning and getting a lightning lane or or maybe, you know, for once in a blue moon, waiting more than 20 minutes in a standby queue for something. So that was really my main reason for choosing Rise of the Resistance. I would be most disappointed if I missed that one in my next trip. That I mean, is an interesting way to look at it. I didn't yeah, look that, at it yeah, that, way. At that way. That makes sense. All right, Tony, sell us, man. Yeah, I am totally on board with everything that Aiden just said there. You kind of uh, vocalized exactly what I was thinking because I was trying to approach this as um, a fair Disney fan. I did. I wasn't just looking out for, as you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Star Wars series. I wasn't just looking out for the Star Wars ride. I was trying to consider what I would 
want to see and want to do. And ironically, just a couple of weeks ago, if not even last week, I was watching a live video feed from uh, one of the of the vloggers that's out there. And I watched, I sat there and watched the entire live presentation of Carousel of Progress and of Rise of the Resistance, both of these rides. So I think with that fresh in my mind, that's what kind of swayed me to do this. It, it's something new, something fresh, but it's also something that utilizes everything that we're already familiar with, uh, with all of the different ride systems in New York. It does, I'm sorry, New York, in Disney, where it, uh, where it, it kind, of, kind of feels like New York in there too, where it, it, um, it just encapsulates the Disney park experience in one, Right. So that's one of the reasons why. And, and plus it's new. It's fun. All right. So Ron, for the, the sake of allowing this, this uh, episode to move forward, I'm going to just bow out. I'm going to allow wow. rise of the resistance to, to move forward. It, that uh, was such a hard decision for you. It, dude, it, no, it wasn't. It was easy for me. It was Carousel of progress hands down. Honestly, even being no, I'm, I'm just, I know that's that's fair. Arcel is is, is a great. Going one. with the, the approach of what you would ride for sure the next visit that changes the outlook. That's not how I approached this this bracket. So that may be a good tiebreaker of what would you do? Which one would you do for sure if you were going? Ron, I like that. That's a good point. How about we, here we go. We'll make rules as we move along. <laughs> Why don't we make that the official tiebreaker? If we yeah. do have a tie, that can be the tiebreaker. Look at, look at Aiden jumping on the show for the first time. And he's <laughs> like making rules. How about that's the tiebreaker? I like that. Go so ahead, if that's Ron. the tiebreaker, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but rise of the resistance is what I would have chosen. Okay, sweet. So, That'll be the tiebreaker moving forward. If we have another 50-50 split, that'll be the tiebreaker. So Rise moves on. Technically, Dewey, I don't think it's that much of a tiebreaker because I know that if you go next time you go, you're definitely not going to want to miss that one. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will be at the gate at 5 a.m. You know, with, let's go. <laughs> yes, for sure. All right. So Rise moves on. Everybody tier for Carousel Progress. All right. Matchup number two in the first round, Rock and Roller Coaster versus Peter Pan's Flight. This one, me, I, here we go. I'm just breaking my mold already. Last one, I'm like, nostalgia, nostalgia. And then I, I <laughs> went the other way in this one. I, don't listen to me. Uh, I went Rock and Roller Coaster with this one. I love Aerosmith. I love roller coasters. Um, put those things together. It's a lot of fun. So me, I went Rock and Roller Coaster. How about you, Aiden? What you got? Uh, yeah, th this was maybe one of the toughest ones for me. I, I When we talk about nostalgia, I have huge nostalgia for Peter Pan's flight. It was the first attraction I ever fell in love with. Uh, back when my mom used to take me when I was a kid, I, I would literally make her wait for hours in line wow. with me. Uh, Peter Pan is my favorite animated Disney movie character. Oh. So I have a lot of nostalgia towards it. But uh, I did also go with Rock and Roller Coaster. And for me, it's just... It's one of the most fun experiences. It's one where I find at the end, I always have like tears sort of streaking down the sides of my face from like smiling and laughing the whole time. Uh, when, when it came to which uh, experience would I be more bummed out to miss? 
uh, it didn't really factor in this time because there's no way I'm going to miss either of these attractions. So in this case, I just went with which one do I find the most fun? And it was Rock and Roller Coaster. You know, the Rock and Roller Coaster was one of the first, and maybe it's not, but in my memory, one of the first just fully immersive, you know, like you, it's a record studio, you walk in and you're, you know, it's like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go into a parking garage, like it's just a genius from front to back. Mm-hmm. So, and then of course the ride's great. So I like that. It's good stuff. Tony, how about you, man? Where'd you go? Rock and roller coaster, Peter Pan. I actually have a, uh, a different choice here. I went with Peter Pan because um, at this age, it's very difficult for me to go on roller coasters. I, I once, I remember a few years ago, I, one of the last times that I was there, I tried to go on rock and roller coaster. I got as far as the queue and then I saw what it does. And I said, I, I can't do that any longer. So I'm going to go with Peter Pan, only a personal choice, because I, I actually do enjoy that. I've hardly ever gotten to get on Peter Pan, because as Aiden said, you've got to wait hours and hours and hours. And that's true on, on both coasts, I found. I found in, in Disneyland, you couldn't go on Peter Pan either, because for some reason, it's the most most um, attractive ride there for everyone. So I, I would definitely, would if I got a chance to go to the Magic Kingdom again, I wouldn't want to miss it. All right, so we've got two for Rock and Roller Coaster, one for Peter Pan. Let's see what Ron says. What you got, buddy? So I've got an interesting story about Peter Pan. The very first trip that we went as a family, um, I'd read that you want to go get fast passes for Peter Pan so you don't have to stand in line. So that I sent the family to one line, and I ran to the fast passes. They were out. And a cast member said, I'm sorry, we're out. I'm like, oh, such a bummer. This is the first time that my family's here. He said, hey, why don't you go on the, on the ride with me? Since you've never seen it, why, I want to see your reactions. So he, we jumped line and got in a Peter Pan car. And I got to experience Peter Pan without the rest of my family. And, of course, as you're coming around the corner and you see London below you. It was just amazing. And, and then the, the magic happened at the end of, I mean, it was magical. The ride was awesome, of course. And then at the end, he pulls out four fast passes for my family and I to come back and ride it together. It was amazing. But we also, I also love rock and roller coaster. And for this time i I can't remember i think i don't know what criteria i used i just was using i think just because i broke mold here too because the nostalgia should be peter pan um but i went with rock and roller coaster okay good i I, for a minute i thought we were going to have another stalemate (laughs) for the number two all right so that is um three for rock and roller coaster one for uh, for peter pan am i correct did i count that right yeah okay good all right so good we can move on from that one next up is space mountain and mission space ron we already know what yours is going to be so yeah. we've got one for mission space <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right aiden what you got uh so yeah you can you could already guess mine that's it's, it's going to be space mountain i love space mountain uh, I, I love to actually do sort of a rock and roller coaster thing where my wife and I will put our headphones in and we'll choose a song before we get on the oh, ride. Oh, cool. 
And then just That's before, a unique thing. It's really fun. Apparently, this is uh, this sort of practice is what inspired the Imagineers to create Rock and Roller Coaster because I guess it's something that they would often do with their like Sony Walkman back in the day. And so my wife and I will both kind of pick a song together. We'll cue it up right after the uh, the, the seatbelt check. We'll do a you know countdown three two one. We'll both hit play at the same time, and then we'll listen to the same song as we're riding it. So there's a lot of great memories with that. So that's why I'm going with uh, Space Mountain. And we know you don't, you're not a fan of Mission Space. We knew you were going that way anyway. But that's yeah. a cool story. Hey Tony, what is yours? Mission Space or Space Mountain? Uh, Mission Space is a great experience, as we discussed on the show. But Space Mountain is the one I've been on most. I'm most most familiar with it and i love the variations that they do to it from time to time so i would say space mountain hey i will say i know you do know my answer already is mission space it wasn't a slam dunk because Uh, space mountain again was there in at least when we wrote it in 76 and it was it was incredible, and so it was. It was a slam dunk, but it wasn't. Meaning that Space Mountain was a hard one to vote out, especially in the first round. Like yeah. that's a that's a pretty powerful. And, and I went Space Mountain too. Um, so Aiden, uh, I'm so, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Ron. They did lead me to want to say I don't like some of these matchups. You need to learn <laughs> how do you do these matchups. So uh, I, I did a seating one to 32 and I based my seating on my time as a travel agent, as far as uh, when I'm planning things for my clients, which ones usually have the lowest line or are the most difficult to get fast passes for back in the fast pass days. So that's why, for example, number 32 was Carousel of Progress, because let's face it, you can always basically just walk on the very next one. Uh, whereas Rise of the Resistance, even if you're in the park, you know, getting your virtual boarding pass or whatever method you're using, there's it's not a guarantee. So that's why there's a lot of stuff that's sort of, uh, it, it if you're thinking nostalgically, it might not make sense why something like Haunted Mansion uh, is something, I think, like 17 or 18. But, you know, again, that's usually a 20-minute wait versus whatever it's going up against might be usually a 45-minute wait. No, that's awesome to learn how you steeded them. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, though, do. No, you, that's a, it's a good point. I didn't know how he did the seating either, so that's good stuff. Uh, I, I said Space Mountain purely because of nostalgia. And, you know, Mission Space is great. The technology is great and all that. We've talked about that a lot on the show. So much hate on Mission Space today. No hate. (laughs) No hate. Relax, Ron. Yeah, so I went Space Mountain also. So it looks like Space Mountain makes it through to the next round. My bracket is destroyed. <laughs> just, just like, just like your bracket would be in in March Madness, right? Yeah. Can we go back for a second, though? I forgot to mention this. So I mentioned that my wife and I did this, and we had a lot of fun doing it. And right out of the gate, um, I asked her. I said, "So, because she was kind of busy, so we did it together." And I wrote her answers. And I said, so the first choice is Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance, and Carousel of, Pro- or Carousel of Progress. And 
we've talked about carousel progress and she loves it just as much as I do. And, but she chose rise of the resistance. And I was like, what? And we'll talk more about it, but, or more to come, but she chose rise of the resistance. Nice. So what you're telling us is that there's been some, uh, some, some speed bumps in your marriage because of your, your <laughs> disagreeing on this bracket. <laughs> oh no, just surprise. I was, I just was not expecting her to choose rise of the resistance. Well, I can't wait to see what uh, other uh, stories come about between you and your wife as we move yeah. through this. All right. Next up in the first round matchups is slinky dog dash and the Navi river journey. Um, Listen, I love the Pandora stuff. Basically, Navi River is uh, pirates on Pandora. That's kind of what I call it. Uh, you know, it's kind of the same style. But I went Slinky on this one just because Slinky is, it's not a scary roller coaster. It's a roller coaster that the whole family can ride. And it's super fun and it's silly. You're you're riding on a great big Slinky dog toy and you feel like you're shrunk down in Andy's backyard. Super cool. I love it. I went Slinky. So how about you, Tony? All right. Yeah. These, both of these uh, premiered after my final full visit to Walt Disney World Resort. However, I have watched extensive videos on both of them. And uh, my choice would be based on that. And with that, I am going with the Navi River Journey. I like the idea of animatronics and the beauty of that land. I'm dying to explore that someday. I have not been there. It opened way after I had last been there. So I, I can't wait to see that. I did look at Slinky Dog Dash. We had a seven-year-old with us and he looked at it and said, no way. So we didn't, <laughs> we didn't do it. So, um, but, um, but uh, Navi for me. All right. Aiden, what do you have between Navi and Slinky Dog? So this is a weird one for me because I've actually never been on Navi River Journey. Uh, back in the days of Fast Pass Plus, you know, you got to choose between one of the two Avatar rides. And of course, I always picked Flight of Passage. And uh, anytime that we were in Pandora, for me, the line for Navi River Journey was always just a little too long for me to justify. It was always 60 minutes plus. And you know, everything I've heard is that it's a good ride, but it's very short. Uh, now, of course, Slinky Dog Dash is also very short. Uh, unfortunately, it's one of those coasters, kind of like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, where it ends and you're like, oh, that's it. And I think that's where we've been spoiled by stuff like uh, Big Thunder Mountain, where it's like surprisingly long for that style of attraction. So this was a tough decision for me. Uh, but for me, I did have to go with uh, Slinky Dog Dash just because I've been on it and I don't feel like I've been able to give Navi River Journey uh, a fair judgment yet. All right. So two for Slinky. Ron, what do you got, man? Um, so we've been on Navi and we've seen Slinky Dog and I have always wanted to ride Slinky Dog and just haven't had the opportunity i don't know the line's been longer than what we want to wait for a, a roller coaster that's really yeah. not super thrilling and but what i do love about it is you truly feel like you've been immersed into um andy's backyard and slinky dog is a big part of that that makes it i don't think that you would feel quite that way if the roller coaster wasn't right there in this big face of the slinky dog coming at you at times. So I, 
I chose Slingido. All right, so that's three for Slinky. So Slinky moves on. All right, next up, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway or the Jungle Cruise. Uh, Aiden, we'll start with you. Another one where I haven't had a chance to do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway yet. Uh, I do like Jungle Cruise. I don't love it. I think uh, my opinion's often uh, sort of salty because I just find that the queue is so long to get through. Even if you have a fast pass, it's often you're waiting in there for like 25, 30 minutes. And then the regular queue is 60 minutes or so. Uh, but again, I haven't done Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, so I'm just going to have to give this one with my criteria to uh, Jungle Cruise. All right. I also went with Jungle Cruise. I haven't been on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, but, uh, you know, I've, I know what it's about and everything. Maybe I'm disgruntled about that ride because they took away the great movie ride and I feel like they should refurbish, not replace. So they could have put Mickey and Minnie somewhere else in the park. But anyway, besides that, Jungle Cruise is classic. It's uh, nostalgic. It's dad jokes galore, which is my specialty. So I went Jungle Cruise. I love Jungle Cruise. My kids grumble and groan every time we go because like, oh, God, dad, let's go on Jungle Cruise again. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, we do. So I went Jungle Cruise. Tony, how about you? I, I almost changed my answer because I remembered that uh, our discussion last week, I would like to go into Mickey and Minnie's just to see what the um, – what it looks like now that that great movie ride is gone. But my initial impulse was also Jungle Cruise for all of the same reasons that you mentioned. So that's three so, for Jungle Cruise. So, Ron, your vote doesn't even matter. But let's hear it anyway. <laughs> so much love in the room. Oh, sure. Um, so Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, I actually have had the opportunity to ride. Uh, it's a great ride. And the only thing I would change on the ride probably most likely is some of the graphics because they go with the new school graphics that I just don't really connect with at all. Um, classic Mickey is classic Mickey for a reason and they need to keep him around. I don't know how, how, how hard I need to say that, but that's what needs to happen. <laughs> and then uh, Jungle Cruise has been another ride that, I've been on several times and I went with nostalgia on this one and chose jungle cruise. Wow. A sweep for jungle cruise. Yeah. Awesome. That's kind of surprising. All right. Yeah, I, I, feel like that's, I feel like that's another one where uh, what once more people have a chance to go on Mickey minis, it might be a closer matchup. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps so. Yeah. I haven't been on it, but I, I love jungle cruise. Yeah. Now, this next one, it was one of the toughest ones of the whole tournament for me. Um, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad versus Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, this is both of them nostalgic. So how do you choose both of them? Really good attractions, top to bottom. Um, so I don't even know how I chose, uh, I, but I, I went Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what came out on top. Uh, if you ask me tomorrow, it might be different. I, I, it's it's a really hard one to choose from, but I went pirates just because it's so 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 cool. Love it. So I went pirates. How about you, Ron? So this one was very interesting for both Melissa and I too. We 
found this one to be one of the, like you said, Dewey, one of the hardest ones to choose between. Um, probably for the same reasons, you know, it's just, um, for me, it wasn't near as difficult as it was for Melissa. For me, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is just, we're going to ride that. So, um, if I was, so for me, I was deciding, I was looking at this more as um, my criteria was, which one do you like more for the most part? And so Big Thunder Mountain Railroad came out on top. For Melissa, she really stewed on this one and could not really answer, but she finally said Pirates of Caribbean. So Melissa said Pirates, but you said Big Thunder Mountain. Correct. Okay, so we've got one for Pirates and one for Thunder Mountain. So, Tony, what about you? I love the thrills of Big Thunder Mountain, but I also went with Pirates. It's it's classic. I love the song. I love the emotion. You're in there, and it feels like you're in a different world. So I really love Pirates. And I'll, I'll ride Pirates and go back right on again as many times as we're able to that night, especially at night. So yeah, there is something about adventure land at night i agree it's super dark and kind of creepy it's good stuff all right aiden what do you have for pirates versus big thunder this was another really tough one for me i had to sort of skip it as i was going down the list and come back after i gave more thought and uh big thunder i was, did that too yeah I right did there that were a few too. of them for me uh big thunder was the first roller coaster or thrill ride i ever went on uh, but there is something really special about Pirates. Uh, I, I think that each of these are a great example of the best of what Disney does for each type of ride. I think uh, Pirates is one of, one of the best examples of a Disney dark ride, and uh, Big Thunder for me is one of their best thrill rides. I did mention the length. You know, it's one of those where once you get to that third hill up, you're like, wow, this thing's still going? Because, <laughs> you know, not just at Disney, but anywhere you go on a roller coaster, you use them being like maybe two minutes long, and I I think Big Thunder's like three and a half minutes long, so I find that really impressive. But yeah, again, with me, I did go with uh, with Pirates because it's just such a grand sort of classic uh, ride experience. All right, so that's uh, that's three for Pirates. So Pirates moves on. Next round, Frozen Ever After versus Spaceship Earth. Me, nostalgia, no brainer easily went spaceship earth that's uh, one of the best rides uh ever i love it uh classic epcot center you can't go wrong so i went spaceship earth what about you are, ron for those who are watching the video it followed you home <laughs> yeah it's right behind me there it is right there <laughs> uh for me i've not been on for or seen or rode frozen ever after um so i really Though I have plenty of opinions on things I've never rode. As... <laughs> oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on this one, I have rode Spaceship Earth, and I it won my, my vote. All right, so that's two for Spaceship Earth. Uh, Tony, what do you got? Spaceship Earth, sir. That's an Enough easy said. one, okay. Yeah. Enough said. Don't even have to argue that one, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, Aiden, are you going to make it a, a consensus here? Oh, for sure. It's a clean sweep. You know, I, I do like Frozen Ever After, but that's one where, like, there have been trips where we've skipped it and I haven't been heartbroken, whereas uh, Spaceship Earth is at least twice per trip ride. Oh, yeah. Me. Absolutely. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> 
Now, if it had been Maelstrom versus Spaceship Earth, and actually, uh, Aiden, I think I said this in my comment in in uh, on your page. If it was Maelstrom versus Spaceship Earth, then we'd have had a contest. Mm -hmm. But Frozen versus Spaceship Earth, it was no contest. So Spaceship Earth moves on. Can I ask you guys a really and, quick question regarding that, though? Uh, how, how different is, aside from the animatronics and the theme, is it that different from Maelstrom now? I haven't been on it because uh, it changed after I was left. I there. would say 95% of, of the, the ride itself, it's the same exact layout. They changed a little bit, like where the, the loading queue is different. Yeah. Uh, so the way you, you you get to the first lift hill, you know, where it's like, you are not the first to pass this way. Like, that's still <laughs> the same uh, same lift hill. And um, they but still have that. that it's uh, almost identical. That voiceover. Did you like that? Did <laughs> yeah. That, did, yes. Did it sound close? Um, yeah. My uh, I'm Norwegian or something. The um, it's almost exactly the same. I mean, you can tell like when when you go backwards in my head, I'm like, oh, that's where the troll was, you know. And, you okay. know, so it's um, it. it for me, every time I ride, I'm like, oh, I wish that was the polar bear, you know. Um, so it's pretty close, but it's not Maelstrom. Refurbish, not replace Disney. Come on. All right. So Spaceship Earth moves on. <laughs> Outstanding. All right. Next up, Soaring Over the World versus Living with the Land. Um, another tough one, but not too tough for me. Um, Soren's great. Love Soren. Really cool. You know, no other ride gives you that kind of perspective and everything. Really great. Love it. Uh, but I went nostalgic again. Living with the land is probably the attraction that is the closest to its opening day um, that of any Epcot Center attraction. It's it except for uh American Adventure, it's probably the closest to its opening day self. It is, uh, they changed the music basically and a couple of like a little of the video things. Uh, so for me, I can close my eyes and I feel like it's 1985 again or 1986 or whatever. I love listening to the land. Um, so therefore, I love living with the land. So I went with the land. Ron, what do you, you got? Go and mention American Adventure. American Adventure is great. Why to, wouldn't I mention be, it? No, I, you've just got me wanting to see that now. I've not seen it. Look, you, well, then go watch it. <laughs> Why are you mad at me? <laughs> not mad. Just, saying. No. just kind of build a fire in me that I want to get back to Disney. Anyway, back to the topic. Um, for me, living with the land. It's a, I like it, but it Soren one. Soren is just so much fun, and you get. Why are you shaking your head at me? What we we've agreed and done so well to that's this point. Anyway, <laughs> so you're wrong this time. That's why I'm shaking my head. But oh, anyway, go ahead. No, that's fair. Uh, we love Soren. We will not miss Soren anytime. And if I was going to choose again, my criteria was if. They were going to go away. Which one would you not want to go away? And Soren is what I would not want to go away for sure. 
All right, so that's one vote for the land and one incorrect vote for Soren. Uh, what do you got, Aiden? Uh, this was another tough one for me. Uh, if it were Soren over California, it would be tougher. In fact, I probably would have chosen that. Uh, but for me, living with the land is what I went with. And uh, it, I, I'm not, I enjoy it for the same reasons that you do, Dewey. Uh, and for me, there's a real feeling of relaxation there. Like I know for myself, anytime I'm feeling anxious or depressed at home or, you know, I just really want to get back there, uh, I'll put on a ride video or there are some really great like music loops, like three hour music loops of just the soundtrack of living with the land. And so because it brings me that kind of comfort, I went with living with the land. All right, Aiden, you're, you're, you're still going strong. All right. So that's two for the land, one for Soren. Tony, what you got? If I were to uh, to choose between these two, uh, actually, if, if my wife would have voted on this, she would have gotten gone with living with the land because I think that's one of her all-time favorites. We've been doing this show since last August, and in that time, my uh, affinity for a lot of these old rides has been restored i have have some of them that i've forgotten about because it's been a long time since i've been on them Uh, i dare say it's probably been about 10 years since i've been to epcot center or epcot um i would probably want to do soaring however i will say that with our talking about horizons and how similar some of the the parts of living with the land were you're kind of convincing me to to go over that way but I, I miss soaring. I used to love that one. And I love that one more than living with the land. Okay. So here we go. We have another stalemate. So uh, how do we move forward from here? How do we move forward from what we say? Right, the, tie the, um, the, the tiebreaker was going to be if you wouldn't miss. Okay. So for me, my vote doesn't change based on that because I'm going to base this off a of real world experience and um my family does the land probably three or four times every trip um and i know for a fact there's been several trips that we haven't done soren at all so um i don't mind missing soren yeah my vote would not change on this either soren would be something that we would not miss and we we do choose not to go on the land so most of the time honestly Quick question for Aiden, though. You mentioned that if this were soaring over California, you would have preferred, uh, preferred, I can't speak today. You would have preferred that. Um, That's the one that I'm more familiar with. I haven't been to soaring over the world. What what did did you not like from soaring over the world? So I I do still like over the world world but i think what i liked about california is there was a bit more of an organic nature to the footage that they were mm-hmm. showing you you really felt like oh you know they really used a helicopter or whatever they happened to use to take this footage whereas with world uh they added a few too many cgi elements for me where oh. like you know there are certain parts where like there's an elephant and it like kicks up dust at the very second that you're going over it. And every single scene, something like that happens where like the transitions, it's almost like, it's not that the CGI is bad or noticeable, but it's like, it's a little too convenient that every single shot, something like that seemed to happen. There are more sort of jump scares, if you will, you know, things like flying at you and stuff like that. And I think I just found the, uh, the California version a bit more, 
relaxing and inspirational in an yeah. old Epcot Center way. Yes, it was. It was. You got that feeling, especially when you got the senses as well with the with the smell and the breeze and the and the the, the, uh, the feeling that what you were going through was real. It's. I have not. I've got to check out some footage of that. I don't think we've watched anything before of Song Over the World. All right. So, well, and you made that's interesting because I did not realize because we've not wrote it since it changed mm-hmm. and that oh you haven't been on soaring over the world no we've only Neither been on you or tony has. No. so yes. i think you've you've persuaded me to change that over to the uh to living with the land because now that we've been doing the show uh, as i said uh, I, it's bringing a back that nostalgia and i'd like to re-experience it now with these new eyes of uh, of what we've we've uh, talked about over the past few months so and living Aiden, with the land Aiden, you're 100 correct yeah i'm with you on that aiden the it's it's and they're not natural transitions they did have to throw something in your face like like you said the elephant with the dirt and then um the airplane flies at you you know when they've they're what is it? They're flying over that aircraft carrier and then the airplane's like brown and just like comes in your face. And that's the transition. Uh, and then like a, a wave cr- crashes over the screen and that's the transition. It is like forced transitions rather than just natural moving. So uh, I, I'm glad that you brought that up. So and nice work convincing Tony to switch to the land so we can move on. Really quick nice question. Work, Where does it Aiden. does it leave you off in Epcot or does it still leave you off in Disneyland? Yep. Yeah. No, and that, that, that is nice. It still has the fireworks going over and it uses Spaceship Earth as sort of a, a not so Earth. hidden Mickey uh, right at the end. It has sort of the fireworks going off and the two ears or fireworks above okay. Spaceship Earth. So it's a really nice touch. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I, I, I wish it was one of those things where they could like alternate or have one of the uh, one of the theaters do over the world and one do California. Yeah, because it seems like be it fun. shouldn't be that difficult to do. Yeah. That'd be fun. All right. So let's move on to the next uh, next matchup is Avatar Flight of Passage versus Journey into Imagination. And I will tell you, uh, this one was pretty easy for me. I went Avatar, but I kept saying to myself, if this had been the original Journey into Imagination, it would have been a slam dunk. Journey would have won no no doubt about it but uh avatar does beat for me does beat the current incarnation of journey into imagination so for me avatar moves on ron what you got um this was a slam dunk for me flight of passage that that ride it's a ride that you think is going to end and it just keeps going and it's worth we've waited we've waited a long time more than an hour and I did not regret one minute of that wait. And we'll wait again for that ride. It, it's that impressive to me. It's, it's the technology is second to none. It's just, it's a, it's close to, it's, it's a good ride. Flight of Passage. All right, there's two for Avatar Flight of Passage. Uh, Aiden, what you got? Uh, yeah, so for me, it was also Flight of Passage. I, I was 
surprised on the site uh, that this year Journey into Imagination did move on. And I think there's just such a love for Figment. And I think there's something to be said about the fact that it is a character that was created specifically for the park and you don't really have too many of those. I think maybe Duffy is another one that never really caught on in North America. So I think that uh, Journey into Imagination definitely gets some credit for that. But yeah, for me, between how cool the queue is and all the, the the way that they use sort of the smell element that we talked about and everything all put together for sure. It's flight of passage. So you're saying that the journey into imagination moved forward though. It did. Let, let, let me see what the score was. Cause I have it here. I know I was really surprised too. Uh, so yet, yeah. oh, oh no, I'm sorry. Actually journey into imagination did lose, but it was close. It was 45 to 31. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So it, it, was, it close. was closer than I thought it would be, but I do agree. If, if it, this were the original, it would be a much more difficult decision. All right. So that avatar is moving on, but let's hear what Tony says has to say anyway. What you got? No, I'm, I'm just going to go with the. Um, I, I did not get to ride Avatar, so I'm. But I, so we're going to go with the idea of what would I not want to miss, and I definitely want to see that next time I get to go to Animal Kingdom. Awesome! So Avatar moves on. Uh, Flight of Passage moves on. All right, next up, I, this is another one of those super super hard ones. I would. It would be easier for me to choose between my children than it was for me to choose between this matchup. It's a tough um, Splash Mountain versus Tower of Terror. Goodness gracious. Terrible, terrible matchup. That's, this, one, this one could arguably be in the finals if it was in different size of the bracket. It, you know, it's they, both rides are that good. Yeah. Um, but for me, I went um, Tower of Terror. It's just... I, I absolutely love Tower of Terror. Uh, Splash Mountain's great. It's got all the music, got, you know, the drop. It's super fun. But uh, Tower of Terror hits all the right spots. It's, you know, the, 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 the building itself is so well done. The show is so well done. The theming, everything. Tower of Terror is my vote. So, Ryan, how about you, buddy? This, I agree with you. This is a terrible matchup. This should not have been allowed. Um, that being said, <laughs> I didn't get to put the bracket together. Our friend Aiden put this together, though at least he, it does make sense that it wasn't just luck of the draw or that it there was some scientific, um, or at least, um, some formula to the matchups. Um, with that said, Tower of Terror is just an incredible ride. I don't like drop rides where your feet are dangling and you don't have a sense of security. And Disney has taken that away by having it still, your feet are secure. You still feel relatively secure and can experience the drop. And I really like that that's how you experience it. And then as you said, Dewey, the theming of going down in the elevator into the the basement where you see the duct work and it's just an incredible, incredible theming and, and taking a ride and, and being able to move and then go into a drive. It's just an incredible ride. So tower care. All right. That's two for tower. Aiden, what you got? So this is another one of those where I had to skip and come back to you and give some more thought. Uh, 
I think it's such an interesting matchup because each of these are types of rides that you'll find at your local amusement park. Yeah. You know, the log flume ride versus the drop ride. And so I think that they're both great examples of what Disney does really well, where they take this very standard ride mechanism and they just make it into a really well-themed, completely different experience. I really love all of the uh, the queue and the pre-show elements to Tower of Terror. Uh, but for me, I ended up going with Splash Mountain, and it's because I love all the animatronics on it, uh, all of the sort of the, the practical effects, like the, the jumping water fountains and things like that. I love all the songs, and I just love the length of it. You know, the idea that you're going on like a 16-minute ride uh, in the middle of the Magic Kingdom, that's, that's such a big thing for me. I'm really excited for the... Uh, the refurbishment that's coming up, uh, Princess and the Frog happens to be my favorite Disney animated film. So I'm really excited to see what they do with it. And uh, yeah, so for that reason, I'm going with Splash Mountain. I'm not even going to address that, Aiden. We're just going to move on. Tony, what you got? What do you got between Splash Mountain and uh, Tower of Terror? Both of these are, are difficult for me as well. I enjoy the experiences of both, and they both have elements of terror for someone who does not like necessarily being dropped that way. But uh, I am actually also going with Splash Mountain because I like the thrills. I, I like the thrills of, of, of um, not knowing when the next bump is going to come up, and also um, the animatronics in there are just, stupendous i love watching those characters come to life not to say that this that, that what you see in the tower of terror isn't isn't just as exciting but i happen to like splash mountain and interestingly enough i've experienced um, milestone events at both of these I, I at at tower of terror i was there for uh, my best friend's quote-unquote bachelor party where we went we they were getting married at disney world and uh he and i went to tower of terror the night before he got married and um you know it was all That's, downhill from so, there <laughs> so tony he went on tower of terror tower on of terror. say a friday and then on saturday he went through the real life terror there you of go getting married. <laughs> so. in his case in his case <laughs> uh, and and uh as, and then on splash mountain i was there on my 40th birthday i remember the uh mm. I, I left that for my very last day at disneyland and went on that <laughs> on that i was like goodbye 39 and so um <laughs> so I, i'm gonna say splash uh, so, so i will say if the tiebreaker is what you want to what you would do non-miss um but only because they're getting ready to change it i wouldn't want to miss um splash mountain so if i was going before the change of the and uh, I guess even if they they had done the change, I'm going to want to see that change. I'm curious to know what, what, what it looks so, like. Yeah, definitely. So I guess that would change my vote to Splash Mountain. Okay, I, I was going to make it easy. I was going to bow out of that one because by going by the tiebreaker criteria. Um, yeah. There's many. You guys know. Here you go, Ron. You're going to love this. I go a lot. I grow very frequently. So there's very often trips that we don't do either one because uh, I'm, I don't wait. Cause you go all the time. Right. Uh, I don't wait more than an hour and no. rarely do I wait 60 minutes, but 
I won't wait longer than 60 minutes for anything. I don't care what it is. So um, I was going to bow out of that one since we don't do that one, those two rides on uh, often on trips. But uh, so you, you've changed yours to splash anyway. So it's not a, not a, um, so splash moves on. There we go. All right. Next up, Remy's Ratatouille adventure or test track. Um, I haven't been on this one. Um, I, I hear it's pretty good. I hear it's, I hear it's pretty good. I, nobody, there's not like rave reviews. It's, it's not like, uh, rise of the resistance or anything. It doesn't get that. We're not seeing daily blogs from it. Right. Um, uh, it looks cool. I enjoy the root movie, uh, Ratatouille. Uh, but I went test track on this one just cause it's, um, uh, you know, it's, although I should be mad at test track cause it took away world of motion, but I do enjoy test track. Um, so I just went test track on this one. So Aiden, what'd you go for on Remy's Ratatouille adventure versus test track? So I also haven't been on Remy's, but I feel like even if I did, I would most likely choose test track. I just enjoy that experience so much. So that was an easy one for me. All right. Awesome. So two for test track, Tony, what you got? It's three for test track uh, again because we've been talking about uh, the uh, the parks so much over the past six months. I would love to see the building again and um, try to imagine what it was like with World of Motion. But I have uh, a lot of fun memories on test track, especially of my dad used to wear a hat. And he was in his either eight, late 80s or 90s at the time when I took him. But he... I'll never forget when we were on that and it starts to go 60 miles per hour or whatever it does. And he's like clutching onto his hat as we raced that portion there. So that was, uh, that was fun. Test. Track. All right. Awesome. That's three for test track. Ron, you're going to make it unanimous. I am test track. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So test track moves on. Next up star Wars millennium Falcon smugglers run versus the people mover and you guys may be surprised by this one because i'm such a huge star wars fan but uh i absolutely positively love the people mover i um that's one we do not miss my family goes on it every single time um millennium falcon is amazing the best part of that ride is getting to sit down at the the hollow chest table before you even get on the ride that's just you know being in the that area of the Millennium Falcons, uh, unbelievable for a Star Wars fan like me. But People Mover is nostalgic. It's, um, you know, it's easy to get on. It, it, it's, a, it's a time killer. You know, if you're waiting for one of your fast passes, you can ride it and you get to see all of Tomorrowland. I love it. I went People Mover on this one. What about you, Aiden? Uh, I, I was a bit underwhelmed by Millennium Falcon when I went. I I thought that the, you know, the whole queue and the waiting area was really cool, but I think the attraction itself to me just feels like, uh, like something that you'd find at a, a really high tech video arcade. Uh, whereas it didn't really feel too much like what I would have expected a new star Wars attraction to be. In fact, I think I prefer star tours over millennium Falcon. Uh, whereas people mover when at the beginning of the show, when you asked me what my favorite attraction is, there's a very good chance I would have said people mover. I just, uh, it's, it's another one of those like living with the land where 
you know, I'll, I'll watch videos pretty often when I'm at home. Uh, I'll do it at least two or three times per trip. I love that it's one of those rides that anyone from an infant to, you know, your grandparents can go on with you. They'll all enjoy it. And uh, it's, it's, I especially like to go sort of after lunch when everyone's sort of feeling a little bit tired, maybe you need to digest, uh, maybe it's really hot out and you just want to feel the wind in your face. So definitely it was people mover for me. All right. Awesome. Uh, so that's two for people mover. Tony, what you got? I, I used to love people mover when we went, um, but in those days you could just get on. <laughs> and when I watch these videos nowadays, it looks like there's lines and lines and lines just to get onto the people mover. Mm -hmm. I, I preferred it when we were the only ones who kind of just went on and Hey, you want to do that again? Okay, sure. Let's do that again. <laughs> um, I, I am giving my vote to the millennium Falcon um, again, only because I got to only do it twice and I can't wait to do it again. So, and hopefully next time I'll be able to sit in the captain's chair. All right. So that's two for people mover one for smugglers run Ron, where you at? I, I went star Wars millennium Falcon. I, I just not people mover is fun. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, Anyway, I went, I went Star Wars. All right. So we're at another stalemate. So we go back to the criteria of which one would you not miss if uh, you were going? So my vote doesn't change. We don't miss people mover. We go on it every single time. Um, Smuggler's Run would be one that it depends on how long the wait is. Uh, I'm not waiting more than 60 minutes for it. So um, for me, my, my vote doesn't change. Yeah, Abe, yeah. does your vote change or? It doesn't, no. I'm not waiting more than 20 minutes for uh, for Smuggler's Run for myself, whereas People Mover, I've never gone to Disney without going on it, and it's never been fewer than two to three times per trip. Yep, that's me too. We we go, we ride it every time we're at Magic Kingdom. So if we go to Magic Kingdom two or three times, you know, a trip, we ride People Mover at, you know, at least one time every time. So um, that's, that's I'm with I'm with you on that one. Aiden, what do you think, Tony? Would you, can you vote? Can you change your vote or no? Not this time, only because I'm desperate to get back on there on the on that ship. I would love to. There was pictures that I wanted to take. There were things I wanted to do in there, and I didn't get a chance to do it because um, it was so brief. Because it was right before everything happened. All right, Ron is so for is, me. I can it really. I could take or leave either one of these. I, I'm just not got passion on either so i could easily bow out just to make it a move on or i would even move my vote just so that we can move on so <laughs> people move people move for wins all right so we've we've convinced ron to save time he'll change <laughs> all right next but up you guys are killing my bracket <laughs> what's that but you know what that's a good thing because uh, and this one, there's been differences between my bracket and what we're compiling here today. So uh, that's a good thing. It's going to bring us to a completely different um, scenario at the end. So yeah. I'm okay with that. So next up, um, this one is Seven Doors Mine Train versus Under the Sea. Uh, both of these, in my opinion, are like mid-level attractions. Neither one is an e-ticket kind of attraction to me. Quick question. Um, that was Under the Sea with Nemo and Friends? No, this is Under the Sea. This is the Little Mermaid okay. attraction in um, 
Uh, am I right? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Okay, want to make sure because yeah. So um, oh that's, yeah, because what's it's called the seas with Nemo and friends, seas. Okay, right? that's right. Yeah. So this is under the sea. So the Little Mermaid versus Little Mermaid. Uh, yes, sir. Seven Dwarves. My, oh boy. I went Mind Train just because if I'm uh, I, I'm still mad at um, at the seas for taking away the hydrolators. So I went Mind Train on that one. So, uh, Ron, what do you have? I went mine train. I like, I like it. It's not worth the wait that we had to wait for that ride. Mm-hmm. But if you could get on that ride in ten minutes, it's. I think it's a fun ride. Yeah, it's good. It's it, like I said, it's not an e ticket in my opinion, no, but it's right. fun. Yeah. Uh, Tony, how about you, sir? I had written on, under the sea. However, um, I've never been on mine train, so I'd like to actually experience that. And going by our other criteria, I think I'd try that. So I'm All right, so that. we're going. That's that's three for mine train. Aiden, are you making it a unanimous? Yeah, make it a clean sweep. This is one of those matchups where honestly, I don't particularly care for either of them. I think uh, Seven Doors Mine Train is way too short, especially for how long you're waiting in line. Uh, in fact, if I could go back and just sort of fiddle around with the matchups, I probably would have split up the uh, the Splash Mountain Tower of Terror and have each of them take on one of these, have a more clear winner. Uh, but yeah, definitely, I'd, I'd go with uh, Mine Train between these two. All right, so Mine Train moves on. All right, next up. Uh, now, this one was a really hard one for me because uh, these are two, you know, in my household, these are two fan favorites. Um, but uh, I went Haunted Mansion, just nostalgia. Absolutely love Toy Story Mania. Fun, interactive. You get to compete with your family and uh, fun in every way you can imagine. But uh, I went Haunted Mansion for uh nostalgia the music i mean come on who can't you you hear grim grinning ghosts and you sing that for the rest of the day so i went haunted mansion uh tony how about you haunted mansion for me too all right pretty easy for tony no no discussion necessary aiden where'd you go uh same thing with me haunted mansion gets bonus points for being uh, not based on any other IPs. It's its very own thing. Uh, the, the number of different effects that they use and animatronics, it's for sure. And, and I love all the merch and, and everything that goes along with it. All right, Ron, are you making it a unanimous decision? I am. I am. I went Haunted Mansion, though I wasn't sure. Was this Toy Story Mania? Is that the one in... Magic Kingdom or the one over now? Magic Kingdom is Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger okay. Spin. So Toy Story Mania really, is... I've been on Toy. I know everybody freaks when I say this. I've not been on Toy Story Mania, um, but I'm pretty confident Haunted Mansion would still win. All right. So the last matchup in uh, round one is. Oh, uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. No, it's not the last matchup. My bad. My bad. Shush, Dewey. Uh, two more left. Uh, next one, next up. This is a tough one. Uh, another one that could, you know, if they were in separate sides, both of these could move on pretty far, I think. Uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris versus Star Tours. And both of these are fan favorites in my household. Um, my son and I are both big Star Wars fans. And um, my family loves uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris, it's super cool. You know, you know, it's different every time you ride it. But and that's what's really cool about this matchup 
They're both different every time you ride it. On Star Tours, you know, it's got that different, you know, they throw in a different clip and it's different every time. Uh, and then Kilimanjaro Safaris depends on where the animals are. It's different every time. So it's really cool. Um, so for me, I went, uh, just because I'm a gigantic Star Wars fan, uh, I went Star Tours. But both of these are really good. Uh, Tony, what you got? Oh, I, never mind, Tony. We know yeah. what your vote is. Yeah, you know my favorite <laughs> attraction is so that what that one wins. But I was just going to say that with the problem with Kilimanjaro Safaris that I can remember, this is before Animal Kingdom stayed open late, is that all the animals were always not available. I always wanted to see the lions, and they were nowhere in sight by the time I got to ride. Yeah, you'd have to go they, early in the morning. Really early, yeah. They've done a better job with that now. Um, I don't know if if it was never the case, but um, or if it's a new thing, but they've actually installed, um, or there, there's theirs air condition, uh, up by the rocks where the lions sit. So almost every single time you go, there's lions now because they're, they're cooling off there with the, you can't see them obviously because of there's brush or whatever, but they have cool air blowing up there on uh, like pride rocks. So there's almost always lions there now. So next time you go, you'll be pleased. But so, Tony, I know you went Star Tours, regardless of the presence of lions or not. Uh, I know you're going Star Tours. So, uh, Aiden, how about you, buddy? Uh, I, I love both of these. Uh, but for me, again, it came down to which one would I not want to miss? And I just can't see going to Animal Kingdom and not doing Kilimanjaro Safaris. Like, if, if I was there and it turned out it was down for, like, a refurbishment or something... I would almost like move my Animal Kingdom day to something else because I feel like it's such an integral part Absolutely. of the experiencing that park for the day. Yeah. So that's why I went with that one. Wow. So you went safari. Okay. Um, okay, Ron, your last one. Are so you going to put the last time I went? They actually changed the storyline of the safari. I was really disappointed with that because now they just kind of take you through and tell you about the different animals and stuff. And I, yeah, I there's no more the, poachers. Yeah, there's no more poacher storyline, no more big red. Yeah, as corny as that was, it still was part of the experience and I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. But that being said, I still enjoyed and we got to see a giraffe was literally right next to the car and had his head up in the, it was funny. He had his head up in a bush and, um, some fun fun scenes there but um i also went with star tours which wasn't a slam dunk for me i I'm, honestly don't know what criteria i used to get to that conclusion but i went with stars star tours all right so star tours moves on star tours moves on and now it's the last matchup in the first round um this, i bet this, this one, was hard for you might as well not even Man, you might as well not even put this one on the board. No, nobody voted for It's a Small World. I can't believe anybody did. Uh, That's what you think. So, Aiden, oh, my. Oh, holy smokes. So, Tony, <laughs> don't do this. So, uh, Aiden, uh, I, I'd be interested to, just to hear what your, your, your Facebook page's votes were on this one, just to see if there's any lunatic that picked Small World wow. over Everest. So, I went Everest. Um, this one's popular in my family. My father-in-law, you guys know, is a mechanic and he works on Everest. So it's got a special place in our heart anyway. Um, but you could have picked Adventureland bathrooms and I would have chosen that over. It's a small world. Um, you know, it's just, 
I'm not even picking though, that at even all. Even though you gave me, you know, you gave me a really hard time about tiki birds, and Small World is a Walt Disney developed attraction. Uh, no, I'm going to say that's a Mary Blair attraction. But uh, Ron, uh, I've been on Small World. You haven't been on Tiki Bird, so <laughs> you don't get to make that discussion. You don't get to make that argument. So I'm saying Everest. Tony, are you telling me you're picking Small World here? I did because remember Everest opened when I was much older, and and I can't do those kind of roller coasters. I do. I've watched videos of it. It looks amazing. Uh, it looked more amazing when the when the Yeti was working, but I don't think I can ride that one. So and and it's a Small World is a classic. I've been on it tons of times. I love watching the kids' expressions when we go on there. I'll never forget my niece singing the song when when we took her on there. So. Um, yeah, it's a small world wins for me. Now, Tony, I am going to say that, that next time you go, please ride Everest. I don't, it's not crazy. Like, I know what you're saying, how it make rides make you feel now that mm -hmm. you're, you're, you know, getting a little older or whatever. Uh, it's a super smooth ride. It's, it's pretty tame. There's no loops, you know. Um, it's, uh, I think you could probably do it. Do it later in the day, just in case it made you feel bad. But I think you could probably do it. It's not as crazy as you may think it uh, it appears to be. Listen, my son is, we call him Chicken Little because he won't ride anything. That dude is afraid of benches. And <laughs> um, we got him on it just because um, his grandfather was like, you know, I work on this ride. You have to ride this before I retire. And so he finally got on it and my chicken little son actually enjoyed it. So if my son can ride it, Tony, anybody can ride it. <laughs> so please give it a chance next time you go. Um, so I say Everest, Tony's saying uh, it's a small world. So Aiden, what do you got, man? I'm, I'm definitely going Everest myself. Uh, I, I really love the attraction. It's one of those where I love the queue. Uh, I love the, the music in the queue. Like, I feel like it's a whole atmosphere. I feel like it's a roller coaster that has an actual story. And, uh, you know, I just love all those little elements. I, I feel like the, the ride itself feels very similar to Big Thunder, but on steroids. So, like you said, it's smooth it's longer than you would expect that sort of ride to be it's not too intense doesn't go upside down the way that rock and roller coaster does so it's definitely one of those where like if if i have clients in my travel business where the kids are just starting to get into thrill rides you know we'll, we'll usually start with uh the goofy coaster in uh magic kingdom and then we'll go on to big thunder and then this will be sort of the next step up after that so yeah definitely i love everest so that's why i'm choosing this one all right so dewey says everest aiden says everest tony says small world ron where are you at buddy Still not sure your argument upholds, Dewey. Um, no, this was easy for me. Uh, Everest, it's a great ride. You go backwards. It has the storyline to it. Um, awesome. So Everest. All right. So Everest moves on. So we have completed the first round. And um, so here's what I was thinking for this one. In the interest of time, 
so that we're not we don't we've already made an argument for all of them to make it through to the next round so uh and why don't we just name uh our winners what we think moves on to the next one and uh we'll only argue if we have a stalemate does that sound good to you guys perfect all right all right good so you know, otherwise we'll be here until Tuesday and yeah. you know, <laughs> we'll be here all day arguing these. So uh, let's see. So first round, first matchup in round two is rise of the resistance versus rock and roller coaster. Um, I haven't been on rise of the resistance, but the reason why for me, I'm going to go rise on this one just because it's Star Wars and I know it's amazing, even though I haven't been on it. Uh, I'm going to go rise on this one. Just uh, that's fine. So, Ron, what do you think? Rise of the Resistance versus Rock and Roller Coaster? One, um, for the interest of time, I'm not commenting. Um, <laughs> oh, that's tough. You want me to come back to you? We can go to someone else. I'll just say rise. Okay. Rise of the resistance for Tony, uh, for Ron. Sorry, Tony, what's up? Rise of the resistance for me. All right. So rise is going to move on, but Aiden, what is your vote? Also rise for me. All right. Rise of the resistance. Clean sweep. I can sweep. see where this is going. <laughs> hey, relax. Uh, next up, uh, next round, next matchup in round two is Space Mountain versus Slinky Dog Dash. Um... Both similar attractions, but um, I'm going to go with Space Mountain for nostalgia. Aiden? Space for me as well. All right, that's two for Space Mountain. Tony, what you got? Space Mountain. All right, so Space Mountain's going to move on, but Ron, what's your vote? Space Mountain. Another clean sweep. How about that? All right, next up, Jungle Cruise versus Pirates of the Caribbean. Um I, I got to go pirates on that one. I love dad jokes, but I'm going pirates on that one. Uh, Ron, why about you, sir? Which it was Jungle Cruise or Power Pirates? Correct. Jungle Cruise or Pirates of the Caribbean? Pirates. All right. Two for pirates. Tony, what you got? Pirates for me. All right. So it's moving on, but Aiden, what you're throwing your vote there, buddy. That's pirates for me, too. Wow, check out Pirates of the Caribbean, clean sweep. We've had three clean clean sweeps here so far in round two. All right. Next up, we have, ooh, this is a tough one. (laughs) Spaceship Earth versus the land. So uh, I'm going Spaceship Earth. That that one's just a great attraction all around. Spaceship Earth for me. Aiden? If it were the previous version of Spaceship Earth, I would have gone with that, but I'm not a huge fan of the descent part with the touchscreens of the current one, so I'm going living with the land. All right, so 1v1, no clean sweep in this one. So, um, uh, Ron, what do you got? Spaceship Earth versus living with the land. Spaceship Earth. All right, and then, Tony, what you got? Spaceship Earth for me. All right, Spaceship Earth moves on. I'm sorry, I'm writing it down, guys. All right. Next up is, ooh, this is a tough one. Uh, Avatar Flight of Passage versus Tower of, oh, no, sorry, not versus Tower of Terror. Uh, Avatar versus Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain won that round. Uh, I'm going to go, for me, Splash Mountain for this matchup. 
Aiden, what do you have? Splash versus Avatar. For me, Splash as well. All right, two for Splash. Tony? Splash for me. Wow, Splash Mountain moves. Okay, apparently Ron disagrees. So, Ron, your Avatar, Flight of Passage on that one? Flight of Passage? I don't even Come on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the democracy is spoken, Ron. All right, next round. I'm sorry, same round, next matchup. Uh, Test Track versus the People Mover. Uh, I'm going nostalgia. People Mover on this one for me. I'm going People Mover. Uh, Ron, what do you have? People Mover versus Test Track. Test Track. All right, Ron says Test Track. Uh, Tony, what do you have? Between those two, I would like to go on the People Mover next. All right, two for People Mover, one for Test Track. Uh, Aiden, what you got? Uh, Well, there goes Ron's bracket because I'm doing People Mover. (laughs) Ron's unhappy. (laughs) Very. All right. Next matchup, uh, Seven Dwarves Mind Train versus the Haunted Mansion. Uh, This is it's easy for me. I'm going nostalgic for Haunted Mansion. Aiden, how about you? Probably the easiest matchup yet. Haunted Mansion for me. All right. There's two for Haunted Mansion. Tony? Haunted. All right, Haunted Mansion's moving on. What do you what is what is your vote, Ron? Haunted. You, huh? Haunted, Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Okay, very good. Uh, let's see. So the next matchup is Star Tours versus Everest. This is a tough one. Another tough one. They're getting harder as we go. Um, I, I I have to go with Star Tours just because I'm such a big Star Wars fan. So Star Tours for me, uh, Tony. I think I know where you're going. Star Tours. Yep. Ron. Everest. Okay. So two Star Tours, one Everest. Aiden, what's your vote? It's Everest for me too. Uh oh. So now we. <laughs> Ron's finally happy. You see him over there. He's cheering. <laughs> All right, so we have to talk this one out. How do how do we come to a consensus? Uh, something you don't miss. So that's been our tiebreaker so far. So uh, going based on that criteria, something that you don't miss every single time. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm going to have to change my vote. I'm going to have to change my vote. We don't miss Everest because my my father in law works there. So um, and sorry, especially sorry, Tony. that's what you should be changing do anyway (laughs) i think for me it's also that uh you know star tours it's a great attraction but for me it's not even my favorite star wars attraction in that park uh so i think before rise of resistance had opened it would have been a tougher call for me but if you know if it were up between rise or star tours i would have picked rise so with that in mind for me everest is the way to go okay so I'm, I'm going to change my vote so that we can move on. But um, so Everest moves on. Sorry, Tony. Sorry, tar- Star Tours. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Next up, and I guess this makes it the Elite Eight. So Elite Eight matchups. Rise of the Resistance versus Space Mountain. Um, I'm going Nostalgia. I'm going Space Mountain. Aiden, how about you? Come back to me. I want to hear what you guys say. <laughs> this one's okay. tough for me alright Ron you've been on both of them so Space Mountain versus Rise of the Resistance so hard <laughs> nobody can make this choice Tony do you have a choice do you have a vote 
I will choose Rise of the Resistance. Make it easy. All right. So I say space. Tony says rise. Aiden's taking a drink. He's having a tough time. I'm going to say space. Okay. So two for Space Mountain, one for Rise of the Resistance. It's in your hands, Aiden. You know, I, I really could go either way and also go with the criteria, which one would I not want to miss? But just in the interest of time, because they're so close, I'm going to say space. All right. Space Mountain. Yeah, that one can go either way because we know they're both really good. All right. Next Elite Eight matchup. Pirates of the Caribbean versus Spaceship Earth. So, um, ooh, I'm going Spaceship Earth. I'm going Spaceship Earth. That's my vote. Uh, Aiden, what's your vote? I'd be happy with either of these. Uh, but again, with, with it being the current version of Spaceship Earth, I'm going to go with uh, Pirates. Okay, fair enough. So, Ron, how about you? Spaceship Earth versus Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates. Okay, Ron says Pirates. That's two for Pirates, one for Spaceship Earth. Tony, what's your vote, buddy? I miss Pirates. I definitely would do that. All right, Pirates moves on. All right, next Elite Eight matchup. We have Splash Mountain versus the People Mover. Uh, oh, man. Um, I'm going People Mover. That's my vote. Uh, Ron, what's your vote? People Mover versus Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Tony, your vote. Splash Mountain versus People Mover. Oh, this is this one is the hardest one for me. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say People Mover. Wow. All right. So it's two for People Mover, one for Splash Mountain. Aiden, where you at? Same here. I could go either way. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say people mover because if it went to a tiebreaker, it could easily be swayed the other way. Okay. I'm no good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ron, that's okay. Don't give up, buddy. Oh, you've already. I'm done already. So, <laughs> uh, sorry to ruin your Saturday. <laughs> All right. So our final four matchup is Space Mountain versus Pirates. Versus People Mover versus, um, wait, did we finish? Hold on. No, you got one more. Oh, yeah, we got one more. Why do I keep doing that? All right, so last Elite Eight matchup is Haunted Mansion versus Everest. So I'm going Haunted Mansion. Ron, where are you going? Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. For Haunted Mansion. Three for Haunted Mansion. Aiden? I'll go Haunted Mansion. All right, Haunted Mansion moves on. So now I can announce the final four. Space Mountain versus the Pirates of the Caribbean and the People Mover and Haunted Mansion. That's our final four. Now, Tony, so before you move on to ask yes. what we would choose, I am uh, interested in what your and what all of your uh, final fours are because I feel like at this point we're all going to have very different final fours so if I can tell you on my site while you look up what your final four was yeah uh, our final four was Carousel of Progress uh, which defeated Space Mountain and defeated Peter Pan's Flight and defeated Rise of the Resistance uh, went up against Spaceship Earth which beat Pirates of the Caribbean and it beat uh, Soren and it beat Frozen and then we had People Mover, which took out Tower of Terror and Test Track and uh, Millennium Falcon. And we had Haunted Mansion, which took out 
Kilimanjaro Safaris, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and Toy Story Mania. So our final four was Carousel and Spaceship Earth and People Mover and Haunted Mansion. So what did you guys have for your final four? Now, uh, Aiden, I'll tell you, my final four was very close to the final four of your website. My final four was Carousel of Progress, Spaceship Earth, Tower of Terror, and Haunted Mansion. Nice. So pretty close. Ron, what was your final four on your bracket before we, we did this whole conglomerate bracket? So here? mine were Mission Space, Soarin', Flight of Passage, and Haunted Mansion. Wow. wow, so yours was very different. The yeah. only one you had the same is Haunted Mansion. Uh, yeah. All right. That's a pretty good final four, though. That's that's not bad at all. Tony, what was your final four, man? My, and mine was not uh, biased in any way. It just sort of turned out this way. But my final uh, four were uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, and Star Tours. Wow. <laughs> Star Wars heavy. Yeah. Yeah, very Star Wars heavy. And that, that was not my, intentional. All right. And then mine was Rise of the Resistance, Living with the Land, People Mover, and Haunted Mansion. Wow. So you're you're kind of out there on your own like Ron was. You yeah. only have one in your final four that, that was similar to the, your, your Facebook pages. Yeah. All right. So let's see what we come out with with our 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 teamwork final four here so let's see space mountain versus pirates um i'm going i'm going pirates on that one aiden space mountain versus pirates i'm gonna go pirates as well okay tony pirates or space mountain pirates ron pirates or space mountain this is not Space Mountain. <laughs> Hands down, Space Mountain. <laughs> well, sorry, buddy. Pirates moves on. Maybe I'm All not right. really a Disney fan. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're the only Disney fan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <So>. maybe. <laughs> hey, hey, Aiden, uh, don't don't say stuff that's going to go to Ron's head like that. <laughs> Goodness gracious, we'll never live that down. And truth comes out. <laughs> See? See what you've done, Aiden. See what you've done. <laughs> All right. Uh, the other side of the final four. People mover. People mover versus haunted mansion. Um, I gotta go haunted mansion on that one. Gotta go haunted mansion on that one. Um, so that's my vote. Haunted mansion. Aiden, what's your vote? Haunted mansion versus the people mover. I'm happy. That Haunted Mansion's probably going to move on, but for me, it's going to be the People Mover. Hmm. Okay, so one vote Haunted Mansion, one vote People Mover. Tony? Haunted Mansion for me as well. Okay, so two for Haunted Mansion, one for People Mover. And Ron, you're casting the fourth vote. What you got? Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh, he's excited to be in it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, so our championship game here, Haunted Mansion versus Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, look, holy smokes, that's a, that's a pretty action-packed, that's a good final. Yeah. That's a good yeah. final. I'm not mad about that final at all. Yeah. Two original intellectual properties, classic yes. songs, lots of animatronics, no screens or anything. You know what, that's a the good best. point. 
like you just everything you just listed is what makes Disney special. And unfortunately, um, what they're kind of getting away from. So Disney, if you're listening, go back to your roots. Um, also, they're they're all longer attractions, and they all have really high load capacities. So it means you're usually not waiting too long for either of them. Both dark rides. It's all it's all the like what makes Disney special. It really yeah. is all of those things. Yeah. So all right, final matchup. Here we go. It's uh, Yo Ho Yo Ho a Pirate's Life for me versus Grim Grinning Ghost Pirates of the Caribbean versus the Haunted Mansion. I'm going Haunted Mansion on this one. I'm going Haunted Mansion. Aiden, what's your vote? So it's weird because I didn't vote for it in the semifinals, but I am also going with Haunted Mansion on this one. All right. Ron, what's your vote? Haunted Mansion versus Pirates of the Caribbean. Haunted Mansion, hands down. All right. So, Tony, are you making it a unanimous championship vote? Not in this case. I would have voted for Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay, so it's not unanimous. But in the inaugural WDW Reflections podcast, in conjunction with Theme Park Live Facebook page, Disney March Madness 2022, we come up with the greatest attraction in Walt Disney World is the Haunted Mansion. And I'm not even disappointed with that. That, I was... So scared I was going to be disappointed with the outcome of this. So, um, so Aiden, do you want to reveal what won in Theme Park Life's 2022 Disney March Madness? So Haunted Mansion, not only did it win, but it very rarely was even a competition. So Haunted Mansion in the first round against Toy Story Mania, 124 to 9. Uh, second wow. round against uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, 77 to 6. Third round against Kilimanjaro Safari, 75 to 17. Uh, and then against People Mover was 29 to 77. And then Spaceship Earth at least got half of the votes, uh, so it was 49 to 92. So again, not even close. This really goes to show there is a huge fan community for Haunted Mansion. People seem to find the posts where Haunted Mansion was in it. So like each individual matchup, uh, the ones where Haunted Mansion was involved got more votes in total across all three social media than any other single attraction did. That's, wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. It's almost like, and I'm not telling you how to run your page, uh, but it's almost like you, you have to leave Haunted Mansion out of it next year. Otherwise, it's yeah. just going to be a dynasty, you know? Exactly. It, it, it was the second year in a row. Yeah. And it's like, it, it got to the point where it just became predictable. And I think because of this, for next year's Disney March Madness, we're not going to do uh, current Disney attractions. We're going to find something else to do. But I am curious what, uh, for you guys, which attraction won the tournament? Uh, so in mine, the the tournament winner was Spaceship Earth. Nice, Tony. What what won your your bracket? My final two, ironically, were Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance and Star Wars: Millennium Falcon Run. Uh, so between those, I chose Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Okay, so Rise wins Tony's bracket. Um, and- I said Spaceship Earth won mine. Uh, Ron, who won your bracket? So it came down between, you can guess it, Mission Space and Flight of Passage. The winner is going to surprise you. 
Fly of Passage one. Wow, Fly yes. of Passage one. Yes. I, I can't. So does that mean your all-time favorite attraction is not <laughs> Mission Space anymore? No, that's not what that means. <laughs> <laughs> just felt that way on that it day. Just I felt guess. that way. Yeah. I, and you know, it's it's. I just Disney definitely hit a home run with Flight of Passage. Yeah. Um, and I love it and can't wait to get back. Here's what was interesting. My, as you guys know, Melissa's and I, um, Rise of the Resistance made it all the way to her final, which just, I did not know that she enjoyed that ride that much. I knew she we enjoyed it, but she really enjoyed it. And came down to Flight of Passage and Rise of the Resistance. She also chose Flight of Passage. It was interesting. And then awesome. uh, my final two were Rise of the Resistance and People Mover, and People Mover ended up winning it for me. And, you know, I, I was surprised that Rise made it that far, but, you know, it is one of those things, and that's part of what's so fun about doing brackets like this is, you know, ask me again, and it could have gone a completely different way. You know, just mm -hmm. certain matchups line up. Like, I would have thought going in that maybe I would have picked Living with the Land, so, you know, that didn't even make it to the finals for me. And I, I, think, I don't think I revealed my final two. Um, it was Spaceship Earth versus Haunted Mansion for me in my final two. And um, and I picked Spaceship Earth in mine. My, my wife's, uh, I, I think I shared with you uh, when we were just talking about it, Aiden, but I'm not sure if I said it on the show, but um, we enjoyed your, I enjoyed your, your Facebook page, Theme Park Life's uh, tournament all month. And uh, my wife and I participated in it online. Uh, every day and had some banter going back and forth and you know in on your page and everything and uh, you supported me in a couple of my choices against her so yay good wins versus evil um, but um, so my family actually printed out your um, your brackets and we we did them all separately and then we came together at a rare family dinner got together and went over our uh, our choices together and, you know, argued about it and everything. So uh, I just want to say super cool idea. Uh, thank you to your page, to Theme Park Life. And thank you to you, Aiden, for making this thing, because you you brought my family together for, um, like I said, a rare, you know, my kids are 19 and 15. So um, if they don't have to spend time with their parents, they <laughs> don't normally choose to. So um, I, it we had a lot of fun with your Facebook page uh, and uh, with this bracket. So um, uh, thanks for thanks for doing it on your page. Thanks for being here on the show and letting us uh, kind of steal some of your success, you know, with that and do it here. So a lot of fun, Aiden. I really appreciate That's it. That's great. Thank you. And I'll make sure no matter what theme we go with next year, I will uh, send you guys the bracket early so you can start discussing it before March uh, and then that way you can all be involved throughout the month. That will be fun. Maybe we can uh, work together on it next year. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to mention my wife's winner went winter. My wife's winner in her final, she had Space Mountain versus Haunted Mansion. And she actually went Space Mountain on her. Space Mountain oh. won her bracket. So there you go. that was nice. a pretty good final too. So cool. All right. That was awesome, Aiden. Really cool. Great. Uh, I enjoy your your page. Uh, so those of you guys listening, if you're looking for a new Facebook page, if you haven't already found it, uh, it's called Theme Park Life. 
And um, this this uh, March Madness thing was just one of the things he does on his page. He has, you know, he, he, he talks about memes a lot or throws out, you know, funny memes and stuff a lot. Uh, what I saw just a couple of days ago, you did a new thing with um, create your 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 perfect Epcot day. And you get 40 bucks and you have to choose out of certain categories and stuff. Yeah, I was going to um, say, so, Aiden, would you like to, why don't you come back sometime and, and we'll do that? That sounds like yeah, a fun game. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be my pleasure. I'll come back I'd anytime be, you guys want. I, I'd enjoy that. Yeah. And, okay. and that one, it was all classic Epcot stuff. So all stuff that was uh, either an opening day attraction or is no longer around. So I think that would be perfect for this group. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I'm all over that. So, um, so you guys out there listening... Uh, go find Theme Park Life on Facebook uh, and on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I just I've had more interaction on Facebook, so I, I guess I kind of lean that way. But he Theme Park Life is on all three of those social media outlets. So make sure you guys go give a like, a subscription, a follow, or, or whatever the jargon is for that particular um, particular page or, or social media plane. And just to add, park life All is right. one Thanks word. Thanks again, Aiden. That's good stuff. Park, theme, yeah. park life. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so theme, park life. My bad. I've been That's saying right. it wrong. So it's no, theme, it's cool. park life. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It's like, you guys ever see that classic Seinfeld episode where he's like, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Like, yeah. which one do you emphasize? <laughs> uh, I was emphasizing the wrong one. It's, it's That's theme, cool. park life, not theme, yeah. park life. There you go. Sorry. I, I tend to go on tangents. All right, awesome. So the grand champion for the 2022 WDW Reflections podcast, Disney March Madness, is the Haunted Mansion. Good times. All right, so let's move on over to the next segment of our show. This is something we call What's Happening Now in Walt Disney World. So, fellas, this week, all kinds of news coming out of Walt Disney World. So instead of just picking one, uh, I just thought I'd list a couple of things that I found, and I'm going to let you guys discuss what sounds the most interesting to you. So here's the couple of things that uh, popped out to me this week. So Disney announced Expedition Everest will open a day earlier than expected at Disney's Animal Kingdom since it's been uh, down for refurbishment since January. Uh, Disney revealed Celestial I don't even know how to say this. Eson, I think Celestial Eson will be the villain on the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind attraction. Disney announced that the Traveler's Cafe over in uh, Epcot Center will close on April 18th, which may indicate that the new Connections Cafe and Eatery may be nearing an opening date. And construction walls have been erected around the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company that blocks a walkway that will lead to the Tron light cycle run because construction is uh, ramping up over there. They're, it's I think they're getting close. So uh, you guys go. What do you think? What do you want to talk about? Which one's the most interesting of those? I'll let you pick, Aiden. Oh, boy. Jeez. Uh, I mean, they're, they're all very interesting. First of all, with the uh, with Expedition Everest, of course, I don't think that was a long enough refurbishment to fix the Yeti. Uh, I don't think that's ever going to happen, unfortunately. So that that is a bit of a bummer. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's pretty interesting. Well, um, I can give you a little insider information because, uh, you know, my father-in-law works there. I can tell you that what they're doing is that it was a complete overhaul of the computer system. 
uh, all the uh, computer system that controls the ride, um, that is what was replaced. So it's basically uh, completely, they ripped out everything that controls the attraction uh, and replaced it with new, updated, uh, more sophisticated uh, controls. And, you know, it controls the brakes and uh, all of that stuff. So um, that's what uh, he's been telling us what they were working on. No, they did not fix the Yeti. Sorry to, sorry to disappoint you there. We still have Disco Yeti. No moving Yeti. But that's what the refurbishment was for. Working on the all complete rehaul, refurbishment or replacement of the computer systems on Expedition Everest. So there you go. I also so, wanted to ask what you guys think about the, uh, the Creations Cafe. Is that or is it Connections Cafe? I always... I think it's Connections Cafe. Uh, the cafe is Connections. Creations is the, is the, the shop. store that okay. replaced, uh, replaced uh, Mouse Gear. Yeah. Um, so I was looking at the menu, and it looks interesting, but I just can't see eating anywhere outside of World Showcase when I'm at Epcot. I don't know how you guys feel, but like I know for myself, yeah. for several trips now, we have booked Garden Grill for a table service meal. And we always intend on eating there, especially because I love living with the land so much. And I love the idea that it's a revolving restaurant where you get to actually see inside of there. And it just seems that every trip, you know, at some point we end up canceling one or two reservations and that always seems to be the one that we cancel. And I'm just always so much more drawn to the international cuisine and world showcase. So I was yes. wondering if you guys are interested in the new restaurant in future world. So I'm going to butt in and I'm going to go first because I'm going to be a Debbie Downer here. And then maybe Ron and Tony can lift the spirits again with their, uh, their, their discussion. Um, I hate all this nonsense that they're, what they're doing with Epcot center over there right now. Uh, it's less Epcot center and more generic center. Now um, uh, the creation shop or whatever, is um doesn't hold a candle to uh you know the the previous incarnations you know mouse gear and you know what went back when it was communicore over there and um creation shop it, it looks like jc pennies with disney characters there's nothing intriguing about it it's not creative it, it, it's ironic that it's called the creation shop but there's nothing creative about it um uh, Connections Cafe, big deal. It's, you know, big deal. It's, it's what, you know, it's, it's, it's a burger joint and nobody cares. Um, uh, yeah, that's my take. Uh, I don't care about Connections Cafe. I don't care about the creation shop. It's all just generic stuff that doesn't live up to the, um, to the, to, doesn't live up to Epcot Center and to the traditions and to the, the amazingness that was Epcot Center. So there's my Debbie Downer uh, take on it for you, Aiden. Uh, Ron and Tony save the show. Come in and and be inspirational and and make make the world feel better after my Debbie Downer take. Well, I won't focus I, on what's been taken away. I'm, I'm just gonna, just going to say that I'm with Aiden on the idea of sampling uh, the foods from the different uh, countries and eating around the world in in uh, Epcot rather than going to a cafe. I mean, the, looking at the menu, the photos that they have looks, I'm, I either I'm very hungry or it just looks very, very appetizing. But, um, 
but I'd, if I'm going to go through this experience, I'd like to sample cuisines from around the world rather than this. Ron, what you think? Yeah, I, I don't get excited about shops and, and fast. I like the, you know, sit down dining gets me more excited than, um, so I, it's, it's just news to me. It's not, it, it, I don't get excited about it either. If, if I could bring in some positivity about it, I do feel like that there is a certain percentage of guests at Epcot who, you know, they're, they're not going to eat the international cuisine. You know, either they have really picky eaters in their family or they mm-hmm. feel nervous about, uh, you know, non-North American food. My, my wife and I often joke and we think back to a time when we were walking around the World Showcase and having such a great time and and we heard this family walking behind us going, where's all the American food, you know? And uh, <laughs> I, I always get so bummed out when you go to the, what is the African outpost and you see people sitting down eating hot dogs. And it's like, really all the great food here, this is the best thing that you could find. But I do feel that if you look at what they used to have in Future World with Electric mm-hmm. Umbrella, I think that the menu for uh, Connections Cafe is much more exciting. So it's going to please both the picky eater and people who are a bit more adventurous. And same thing in the American Pavilion. You know, that used to be the other place where you'd send, or at least I would send my clients who who are picky eaters. Uh, you know, you can go over there. And now you look at Regal Eagle Smokehouse, and it's such a huge improvement on food quality in general over what they used to have. So I think for those people who are looking for those sorts of things, it is a pretty good upgrade. Aiden, you saved the show. You brought us back from my negativity. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. I, I, hey, I'm all over that. Um, the, uh, the Muppets theming with the American Adventure uh, um, Regal, Regal Eagle and everything. Yeah, that's good stuff. And I've heard that the food is fantastic. Hadn't been there yet, but I heard the food fantastic there. So, Aiden, thank you for saving the show. You, you saved us from negative doing. I keep saying Debbie Downer. I could just go Dewey Downer. That's I, I, <laughs> there you I missed miss the go. opportunity there. Dewey Downer. All right. Awesome. So there's some news for you guys. All right. So let's go ahead and shift on over to the third and final segment of the show. This is something that we call What's Your Favorite? Each week, one of the hosts, or in this case, a guest guest of the show brings with them a question to ask the other guys those hosts don't know the questions ahead of time and we must answer the question on the spot so today our new friend Aiden is going to take the take what's your favorite and uh, he's going to pose that question to us right now so Aiden it's all yours all right so since Dewey told me about this segment that uh, I was going to be the one asking the question, I, I made a little list, and this is the one that was at the top of my list, and hopefully it's not something that you've spoken about before. So I want you to think about you've just arrived at Walt Disney World for your vacation. You took, say, a midday flight, so it's not early in the morning. You're not rope dropping. Uh, you get to choose. So the the rest of your, your travel partners say, all right, uh, it's, it's up to you. I'm going to have no input on this. It's only your decision. What is the very first attraction of your Walt Disney World vacation? It can be any of the parks. Uh, it must be an attraction. It can't just be, oh, I'm just going to sit at a park bench and look at the castle. Of, of course, we're all going to do that. But I'm asking, 
actual attractions, assume either you have a fast pass or fast pass equivalent, or assume that there is absolutely no line. So if you know if you're going to say, well, I would say rise the resistance, but I don't want to wait for two hours. No, there's going to be no line. Uh, imagine you're Ron with that great cast member who's just going to walk you right at the front of the line. What ride are you going to start your vacation with? Ooh, that's a good one. And we have not done that one before. So you did your homework. You did a nice job. So we're saying you you come in on a midday flight and you have a magical fast pass. You can go to any park you want and get on the first attraction that you want to go on. How do you start your magical Disney trip? That's what that's the question you're going with today, Mr. Aiden. Yeah, you're setting the tone right. for the whole that's trip. A, that's good stuff. Um, wow. So it, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the pictures. Uh, Ron and Tony are both got their heads down and their, their head, heads are in their hands like this is a really tough one. Uh, and I'm, I, I agree. I think it's a tough one, too. Oh, I can go first if man, you guys want that's... some time to think. Yes, that would be good. Okay. Yes. So for my first trip with my wife, uh, it was our honeymoon, and it was both of our first time going together. In fact, she'd only gone once as a child, and she uh, had some happy memories of it, but she didn't remember the attractions that well. And I remember that the very first attraction I took her on was Pirates of the Caribbean. And I thought uh, at the time, and I feel that that is correct for us, that it was the perfect way to set the tone for a Disney trip for the same reasons that we talked about during the tournament, that it's a classic Disney park ride. It's not based on any other movies or characters. And there's something about the scale of the attraction, especially once you go down that hill and you're in the scene with the pirate ships shooting at each other, the, the ride building or the show building is so huge. And just looking around and like seeing how big the ceiling is and stuff, I think that it really does a great job of setting a tone for the trip and letting you know that like, oh, I'm in some place that's special where you, you're not going to expect the run of the mill amusement park ride, uh, you know, has great songs throughout lots of characters and animatronics. Uh, it's on a boat and uh, rides are often better on a boat. And so for that reason, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think is the perfect ride to start your Disney world vacation on. Well, that was a super good answer. My answer is probably going to suck after that one. <laughs> I didn't go on my honeymoon to Disney. So um, let's see. So, Ron, Tony, are they, either of you guys ready? This one's really tough because there are so many different choices, but I, I, I'll give it a shot. I, I've just been, I said, let my psyche just do it, and I kind of drew uh, uh, a little bit of a, of a ball there. I think I would want to do, I miss Epcot. I haven't been there, as I said, in over a decade. I think I want to, I would love to start this off with, um, with a ride in Spaceship Earth. I mean, I haven't seen it since all of the changes, but I love animatronics. I love the idea of getting into something otherworldly, and I would love to experience that as my first trip. If I had a, a choice, I'd say Spaceship Earth. So, Tony, you're saying you haven't seen Spaceship Earth since Jeremy Irons? You haven't been on it since the uh, Dame Judy Dench? No, I don't think so. Version? Last time had to have been wow. before 2013. So. Jeez. Wow. Okay, man. Well, then let's put it this way. You saw Jeremy Irons really 
you you're not missing anything with the Dame Judy Dench version. The I just want to see the animatronics. I'm not even much better. And and we like my wife and I like Judy from other things, so it's not a problem to listen to her voice. But I I I just want to see the animatronics and get that feeling of what the park was like again. Um, the um, the uh, for the visuals of it and that the smell of the that area where it was burning and um, I, I would just like to experience that in person again. All right. So, Ron, are you ready? I'm ready if you're not, if you want to think about it for another yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because this, All right. this is tough. <laughs> Ron's getting a migraine. Um, so I'm going to choose mine based on my family. Um, my family, we, we have all have different tastes. So it's hard to find something that all four of us can go on and all of us enjoy and you know that there's no um not one person sitting on the outside on the bench because one person can't do it uh it's hard to find something that all four of us enjoy the one thing that uh, we all do enjoy uh all four of us are consensus on is we all love epcot center so that's that's a plus uh so my choice would be living with the land that is an attraction that all four of us enjoy. Uh, my wife is an, a tremendous cook. She loves to cook. She's uh, so she really likes going into that ride, and she likes watching, you know, learning about the the the, the way the uh, plants are grown and stuff. Um, my kids both have liked that ride since they were little. Uh, they liked going in and seeing the hidden Mickey's, like the, the where they're growing pumpkin shaped Mickey's and stuff. Uh, my whole family loves uh, that attraction. And one of my favorite pictures of that I've just taken um, quickly for just for the purpose of just taking a, a quick selfie. Uh, it was me. I'm reaching my arm out and I've got a picture of the four of us and we're just on the boat together. Um, so that would be mine. My whole entire family loves living with the land we can all do it together. We can all enjoy it. And um Epcot's our favorite park, so I'm going living with the land. Okay, Ron, you're out of time. Yeah, um, this is tough because if we're going just my wife and I, the answer would be different. If we're going with our entire family, with my one-year-old granddaughter, soon to be one-year-old, my answer is going to be incredibly different and surprising to even me. So I'm, I think I'm going to take the latter approach um, because I can't land on anything if it was just Melissa and I, because <laughs> Magic Kingdom is the biggest draw for me because it's my favorite park. Um, so I'm just going to say we're going to plan. I'm planning a trip with my entire family, including my granddaughter, who will not be able to ride much. So we would want to ride something together that screams disney and i cannot believe i'm going to say this but it's I know our know where you're going yeah <laughs> our first trip i know where you're going to disney it's her first experience to experience really a ride of any type we're going to small world i cannot <laughs> I, I knew i knew as soon as you said granddaughter i was like i know where yeah. he's doing i know what he's doing i know what he's doing yeah but it makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I don't have grandchildren yet. So um, 
but that makes sense. I remember that we had to do that when my son was like one year old and he absolutely loved it. So it makes sense, Ron. It's hard for me to be mad at you when you're thinking about I can't believe I even said that with mission space screaming me, me, me and flight of passage (laughs) right behind it. And, but if I'm, I mean, and I, it was too hard of a decision. So that would just make, help me narrow it down. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, if we do that though, I'm going to have to say, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but small world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I, I mean, that's a pretty cool way to come up with uh, you know, and it, what's cool is I know that you're looking forward to that first trip with oh, the, absolutely. With the grandchild yeah. and everything. So um, it's cool that, you started going to Disney when you were uh, a wee, wee fella back yep. in 1976. And now you've gone through every phase of your life. And now it's it's a new phase. Now it's yep. going to be taking a grandchild. So yep. that's that's super cool. Yep. Aiden, nice job on the what's your favorite question. That one yeah, was great something we had nice to think about. Oh, thanks, good stuff. All right, so that just about does it for this episode of the WDW Reflections podcast. Special thanks going out to our new friend Aiden from Theme Park Life over on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure you go give him a like, a follow, a subscriber, all of those kinds of things. Appreciate you being here, Aiden. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. I had a really great time with you, and uh, yeah, I would love to come back sometime. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll see you. I'm sure we'll see you back. That's great. So... Please find and follow us on all our social media. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube at WDW Reflections Podcast, and on Twitter at WDW Reflections. This podcast can currently be found and played on many podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and an Overcast. If you love the show, please leave us some feedback on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, because those positive feedbacks help the show reach a larger audience and helps us grow. And don't forget, you can always message us from any of the social media accounts, or you can email us at wdwreflectionspodcast at gmail.com. Send us questions, comments, requests for trip tips, ideas for future podcast topics, or anything else you want to shoot at us, because we'd love to hear from you. And please keep coming back and taking a listen to our show, because we truly appreciate you. Thanks for reflecting on Walt Disney World memories with us on the WDW Reflections Podcast. See you real soon.